on today's episode of Locked On Lightning. The Lightning will, after a much-needed break last week, uh, pick things up tonight against the Washington Capitals. We'll preview that game. A couple of roster moves as well being made over the weekend. We'll talk about that and what that means for the Lions going forward. Spoiler alert, it doesn't mean much, but we'll talk about all that more in today's episode. But in the meantime, please like and subscribe to this podcast, wherever podcasts are distributed. That means Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast. If it's on an app, please turn on the notifications so as soon as the show drops, the newest episode drops, you'll be notified and we'll be able to download and listen. So please go ahead and do that and give us a follow on our social media pages, uh, Twitter, LO underscore lightning. And then on Instagram at lockdown underscore lightning. So without further ado, let's play that music. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Drinker. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. It is November 1st, 2021. That is crazy how time flies. And and I have to say that first month of the season really went by in the snap of a finger. It is it's insane how how fast things move, uh, especially in the National Hockey League in terms of the schedule going by. But the Lightning, after having a couple of days off, uh, capping off the month of October with uh, two straight wins in which they outscored their opponent 10-1. to The Lightning picked things up tonight against the Washington Capitals. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about some of the roster moves that they've made in the last 24 hours. Uh, in the meantime, I'd just like to thank you for making Locked on Lightning your first listen of the day. We always appreciate the love and support that we have been getting, and you guys continue to show that enthusiasm to us, not only with listening, but on social media as well. And don't forget to go ahead and follow us on our social media platforms, LO underscore Lightning on Twitter, as well as Locked on underscore Lightning on Instagram. So... We're going to start things off today just by kind of picking up where we left off last night. If you didn't see it, if, if, if you listened to, to it last night or this morning, well, you're getting basically two episodes in the span of 24 hours. So Tampa, we spoke about it in the last episode, how Tampa, what, what do you have to expect with them? coming in tonight's game against the Washington Capitals, who they've already uh, faced very early on in the season. This is the second of three meetings these two teams will have. So the Lightning pretty much getting a very tough team out of the way relatively quickly within this within the early part of the season. And make no mistake about it, you know, I, I stayed on the last episode how the Washington Capitals, they're one of those teams where you would have you would have expected them to kind of show their age by now. They're one of the older teams in the National Hockey League. For the most part, they have somewhat of their core still intact from that Stanley Cup team a couple of years ago. And let's face it, you know, we we've spoken about it at some point on on this podcast, and and it's kind of genuinely known that obviously. The game of hockey is a team sport, but there are very few players that could basically carry a team. 
And one of those players that is very, very capable of doing that is Alexander Ovechkin. And he has been, for the most part, the lifeblood of this Washington Capitol team for his entire career. Let's face it. Um, you don't have Ovechkin in, in, on that Stanley Cup team. I don't think you win. I don't think you win. I mean, you really don't have a top scorer other than Yevgeny Kuznetsov, excuse me, uh, who really hasn't really continued upon that success that he had during the cup run a couple of years back. But they still have, you know, guys like Tom Wilson. Uh, They have a good goalie tandem there with Washington. So no easy feat for the Tampa Bay Lightning in tonight's game, which is going to be a very intriguing game. For me, just because we, we've spoken about it numerous times on this show very early on in the season, how not only have we not yet seen that brand of lightning hockey that we're accustomed to, to that has won them two cups in the span of 10 months, but we've yet to see it be, been played consistently against good teams. Now, the lightning to wrap up the last month to, to wrap up the first month of the season had their first two regulation wins of the season in a row. And they did that against the Pittsburgh Penguins, who a lot of people discount the Penguins just because they don't have Malkin and Crosby in the lineup. But make no mistake about it, they're still a very good team, and we saw that on opening night and leading up to this matchup. And then you had, a couple of days later, a very, very below-average, mediocre team in the Arizona Coyotes, which... The Lightning, you know, I I hate to say it, and I'm and I and I'm not discrediting the talent of any of the young players on the Coyotes because I feel like the Coyotes, and I feel like this with any team that is really on the lower bottom of the NHL, is that you still have a good uh, a good number of young players, which is the case on any really bad team. You have a number of young players that are very talented. It's just they don't have the pieces around them for for that talent to translate into wins. So, and and the lightning went out there and they absolutely outclassed the Arizona Coyotes. But having said that, going into the month of November, the lightning have a good opportunity to kind of consistently build upon that success. But they have to prove that they're the real deal with, with the way they've played over the last week. And they're going to get a test with the Capitals, who are sitting in second place of the Metropolitan Division, which, let's make no mistake about it, is a way tougher division than the, the Atlantic Division in which the Lightning sit in. I believe that the Lightning now, with a couple of divisional opponents coming up in the next couple of weeks, and if you look at the schedule schedule for the rest of the month, have a very good opportunity here to really get a, a streak going. Because let's face it, yeah, they won two games in a row last week, absolutely dominating their opposition. But at the same time, you also have a lot, you almost have a week off, almost. The last game that they played was, I believe, Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just take a quick look at that. It was Thursday. So, you know, you have a good number of days off, plus you have Halloween. So, you know, they they did practice, but I, I guarantee you Coach Cooper is not running them ragged in practice right now. Today's practice that they had earlier today was optional. So I would imagine, you know, guys like Stamkos, some of the veterans are probably not going to show up. Take the day off just to get ready for tonight's game. But... Tonight's going to be a tough game. 
And the one thing, yes, they're an older team, but they're an experienced team. And the, the experienced teams know how to weather the storm. And we saw that in their first meeting earlier this season that resulted in an overtime win for the Lightning that, you know, even though the Lightning were playing very well, so were the Capitals. They weren't trying to do too much. They were just trying to, you know, weather the storm and and do the same thing that we've seen with the Red Wings do. And and I feel like that's where you see the two similarities between these two teams. Uh, And as well as what you saw in the Buffalo game is that teams like the Red Wings and the Buffalo Sabres, they're not on the same level in terms of pure talent. But they're very opportunistic. And we'll see that out of the Capitals as well tonight. Now, if the Lightning could jump on this Capitals team and get a couple of goals in the first couple of couple of minutes, I think, you know, you have a team on their heels. I, I think that's very hard, even for the most experienced team, to weather that storm. So that's what it's really going to come down to. And I think that we've fallen into somewhat of a habit of repeating ourselves on this show when it comes to what the lightning need to do to win games and what it comes down to it really is that they need to jump on teams early on and so really you know the regardless of which goaltender goes out there for the washington capitals i still firmly believe that as long as the lightning go out there and they play their brand of hockey you could expect it to uh you know if you jump out there very early on, early on, you could expect a W out of this team as long as they play the right way. So before we go into the break, let me just announce the projected lineup for today's game. First line, you're going to have Kalorn, Point, Sorelli, and then Palat, Stamkos, and Joseph, Maroon, Colton, and Perry, Radish, Edward Belmare, and Bear Boulet. I stayed on last night's episode that preferably I want to switch Bear Boulet and Maroon just because I think having that that extra guy on the third line who could score alongside Colton and Perry will definitely open things up for Colton down the middle. So we'll see if Coach Cooper plays around with that going forward or at any point in tonight's game. And on the defensive side, nothing really changed here, of course. Hedman and Ruda, McDonough and Chernak, and Sergachev and Schuster. Expect Vazzy to be in goal for tonight's game. So uh, I expect a very hard fought game i could see this going either way depending on who gets a better start in the first couple of minutes i think that we're going to see a close one i could see a 3-2 game i could see a 2-1 game i could even see a 2-0 game or a 1-0 game it's going to be a very low scoring game don't expect anything uh more than six goals total out of this game i'd be very surprised don't expect the the deficit between either team to pull with the pull ahead than other than two or one goal barring an empty netter um, so yeah uh, we'll, we'll talk about some of the roster moves and a little bit more of the the schedule for this month in just a little bit but first let's talk about one of today's sponsors and that is directtv.stream today i want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle directtv.stream brings your tv and on-demand favorites together like never before which means you could watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place and the best part there's no annual contract so stop waiting and get your tv together with direct tv stream you can learn more at directtv.stream that's directtv.stream and we're back here on lockdown lightning just continuing our coverage of tonight's game our preview of tonight's game as well as discussing some of the the roster moves that were made within the last 24 hours you might have missed it just in case due to the 
holiday weekend if you if you look at if you you know if you designate halloween as really a holiday so the lightning recalled forward gabriel dumont from syracuse and reassigned Frederick clayson to the crunch i think that's just the way of getting guys you know burn here and there at the nhl level because i think uh General Manager Julian Breesboss knows that over the course of a season, there's going to be injuries, and we all know there's going to be injuries at some point. You know, it's unfortunate, and hopefully, it doesn't put a player out for too long of a period. But injuries will happen, and so you need to have guys ready and willing to go, ready to go at the NHL level. So I think this is just a move to get someone some time with the the NHL team. That's really what it comes down to. Uh, Dumont has skated in seven games for Syracuse this season, scored three goals and put up five points. Uh, and he also has 26 penalty minutes. So, you know, he's not he, he he's not unable to get his hands dirty. So I'm interested to see if maybe that's Breeze Boss's way of adding a little bit more grit to the lineup, especially against certain matchups that are coming up uh, for this month. And he does have some experience in the NHL. He has 90 career NHL games, four goals and nine points at the NHL level. Uh, He had 46 games with the Lightning over the past two seasons, posting two goals and four points. Uh, So and that was a couple of years ago. That was 2016, 2017. So we're going to see how he does with his chance here, because, you know, a lot of those guys and it's up in Syracuse are dying to get on this team, a team that is very capable of three-peating. So keep an eye out for that. And then the other news that we spoke about on last night's show is that the Lightning the Lightning uh, called up Cal Foote, who personally is one of my favorite players uh, that doesn't really get a lot of burn on this team. You know, I've spoke about it on the last couple of seasons how there's players that, you know, I would think, that I would love to see play at the NHL level consistently, but this lightning team is so deep. I mean, I I don't know where you fit them in. And I think that's really the problem that coach Cooper, John Cooper really runs into. And and that's why he just, you know, he's such a great coach because really, you know, it's a tough task to really fit in young players and get them as much time and experience as possible. uh, When you have any other play, any player on, really any of these lines except for maybe the fourth line are really capable of being on the first line on a lot of NHL teams. Um, but Cal foot, I, I would love to see him get some burn at the NHL level. Uh, like I stated on last night's show, I think he is, has a fantastic shot from the blue line. He's one of those players that can create a lot of, a lot of problems for the opposing team, especially as long as the lightning gets some traffic going in front of the opposing goaltender. Uh, so I would love to see him possibly get some burn on the third line. We'll have to see, you know, barring some injury, obviously you don't want him to go into the lineup just because someone else got injured. You definitely want to see someone, uh, you know, you definitely want to see someone play their way into the lineup. The other the other story uh, that from yesterday that I didn't get a chance to last night was that Lightning had practice yesterday and a couple of players got hurt. You got uh, Eric Chernap, Bo Kachuk, and uh, Stamkos took the day off just because, you know, he just wanted to... With Stamkos, we all know he's how easily... No, I wouldn't say easy because I, I, I don't want to feel like I'm disrespecting him or saying that he's soft, but we all know how, you know, how uh, I guess you know how easily it is 
for him. I mean, that's the only way to really say it. You know, how often he gets hurt, I guess, is the better way to say it. Uh, so you definitely want to play your cards uh, close and, and don't want to overdo it with Stamkos. You, if, you, if you want him to do things, uh, obviously stay fresh with practice, but not too much where, you know, really you don't want him to to wear down his body and, and be subject to, to another injury where they might miss him because guess what? He's been playing fantastic hockey over the last month. And I mean, it would be just such a, it seems like over the last couple of seasons that with Stamkos, really the thing is, is that once he gets rolling, it's just, he gets hurt almost right away. And it's really unfortunate because you, you're, it's almost, it's almost you got to wonder if he were to play a full season like that, what his numbers would look like. I think he's got another 40 goal season, almost close to a 100 point season. A couple more of those left in him. It's only really a matter of if he could if he could sustain that, if his body could sustain something like that over a long, grueling season. So uh, hopefully he could stay uh, in the lineup and stay healthy this year. But like everything in the game of hockey and like everything with the future in in hockey, especially surrounding the lightning, we'll just have to wait and see. So why don't we discuss a little bit more in depth? And I spoke about it last week on an episode, the upcoming schedule for November. So like I stated, obviously, earlier in the show and I was previewing tonight's game against the Capitals starting off the month with a very good team, second place in their division. And then the Lightning, if they could steal a win, which let's face it, you know, you're kind of in the phase right now, even though you have a very good team. Uh, I stated I, I spoke about it on last night's show that Alexander Ovechkin really is is really the the big factor in this game tonight. Uh, if they could contain him and, and score a couple, uh, I think the Lightning will come out with a dub. Now, later on in the week, because a, a win like this will build a ton of momentum, they go they head up to Canada for the first time since winning the Stanley Cup Finals uh, in 2020. They go up to Toronto, who is just having an absolute disaster of a season. And you looking at the division standings, you probably don't realize it just by looking at their numbers because you look at their numbers, they're four and four, four, four and one with nine points. Only, you know, they are tied in points with the Tampa Bay Lightning, but really not at all getting any production from any of their top line players, most notably Tavares, Marner and Matthews. So that's a game. And, and really, I think really what it comes down to, and I feel like a lot of the, the media up there is kind of overcomplicating things. I really, what has always plagued this team, the Toronto Maple Leafs, is their goaltending situation. They've never, they haven't really had a guy who's been there for a long time there. And they're kind of still trying to see if Jack Campbell is going to be the guy there for years to come. But I mean, I feel like as soon as, you know, he has a bad couple of games. They just go to another goaltender. And I think really it's you're just playing this this musical chairs of goaltenders up there in Toronto. And I think the lightning could go up there and really, really take advantage of this, uh, of just that that really all that drama that continuously surrounds this team. And then you got Ottawa on Saturday, a two o'clock game. Got to love those early afternoons, uh, Saturday hockey games. Uh, you know, you get to watch the lightning, watch some hockey early on, and then you could go out and celebrate a victory. I think Ottawa's a good team. I think they're one of those teams that if you sleep on them, they'll, they'll, they'll make you pay for it. So that's definitely a game that the lightning can't take for granted. Granted, I, 
expect Vasilevsky to play in both of those uh, just because he has a couple of days off until they play Carolina the following week on the on that Tuesday and then you have a couple of days off there and 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 then you're back home once again after you play Carolina at home on Tuesday and you're playing the Florida Panthers so the lighting for the most part are going to be at home this whole month so which is a good thing and and if you look at a lot of the teams except maybe for the Panthers and the Blues at the end of the of the of the month, I fully expect the Lightning to really win all these games, and I don't think that's a tall order to ask for. Because, like I said, there's a lot of continuous drama going around this Maple Leafs team, and it looks like the coaching staff up there doesn't really know what to do. They're just constantly changing the lineup here and there, and and I don't know how you expect to get a team. Expect to have a team with any continuity, build any continuity with that. So, and then you have Ottawa, who is a young team who's still a couple of years away from really being a threat in this division. And then Carolina, Florida, you win those two games. I mean, you're set for the rest of the month because you have the Islanders who are not really having a good season. The Flyers are another team who are just in complete disarray. And the Devils, they're kind of on the same level as Ottawa. They're they're still young. They have some good talent but their goaltender situation another one another team there and then you have the wild uh the the lightning play the wild twice this month which is interesting and i think those are two easy wins i mean no win is easy but all things considered when you're when you stack the wild up against other teams i think they're on the same level as the new jersey devils um the wild are a very interesting team and we'll talk about them more as that matchup gets closer and closer but then you have philly again and then the one question mark the bittersweet question mark is that 26th game on the 26th uh, that friday night game against the seattle kraken lightning will get their first uh shot crack at that team and I expect, you know, they're gonna, there's going to be a video package for Yanni Gord. And, I mean, I, I watched some of the game last night when they were playing the Rangers. And, man, that team is tough. They are really tough. They, they, they kind of remind me just as a whole as if you took the Lightning's third line from the last couple of years. And just they have a lot of players that could play two-way and could play tough and physical. So that's going to be a, a an absolute dogfight. So expect that. And then you have Minnesota and St. Louis. I think St. Louis is a very good team. I, I think that, though, they are in the same boat in terms of... And they're very subject to, to really, you know, have things fall off the wagon real quick there just because of their goaltender, just because Jordan Bennington is, you know, not that big time goaltender really yet in my eyes that I feel like a lot of people expected him to be after being the goaltender during the Blues Cup run a couple of years back. So we'll, we'll have to see how he, he he's one of those those goaltenders that is very temperamental. I mean, you could look back or you could you could type in Jordan Bennington on, on Google and see see all the stuff that, you know, how he reacts to certain things. And he was caught up in some mess last week or you're swinging a stick at opposing players. So he's one of those he's goaltenders. You jump on him real quick and he could lose it real quick. So, um, you know, we're talking about the lightning could possibly score four goals. But I mean, that's towards the end of the month. They still have a long road ahead of them before they get to the St. Louis Blues. And I, like I said, I think really if you look at this at this schedule, let's just count the games. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. You have thirteen games. I think really if the Lightning 
come out 10 and three. I think they could, I think it's a real possibility that if the lightning play well and they play up to the level, we all know we're talking about the lightning ending the month of November, 10 and three, possibly one of those losses being an overtime. But I, I, I don't think I'm, I'm saying anything absolutely crazy. I think just, you know, without Kucherov, and then you're talking about Kucherov coming back not too long in December. I think Kucherov will be back by New Year's or possibly the end of the end of December because, you know, they say eight to ten weeks, but do they ever really stay out that long? So I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back sooner than eight, eight to ten. But because if you look at December, and we'll talk about that when it comes up, the Lightning are going to be on the road for the most part. But still... I think that the lightning could set them off, set themselves up to be in a very good spot uh, come December. And obviously, we'll talk about all of that and more as we go along throughout the month. So let's talk about today's last sponsor of the day, and that is Built Bar. Now, Thanksgiving's coming up. You love all that food. You love the treats. But maybe you want a dessert that isn't full of calories and sugar. It's the perfect time for Built Bar. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it for once. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace the coconut cream pie with coconut Built Bar, or go to a raspberry Built Bar instead of a raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein, covered in 100% chocolate Built Bar is a great option when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a Built Bar or two. Share some Share some at your family gatherings or so it'll make it less awkward. Maybe give some to your aunt that doesn't stop talking or that uncle who doesn't stop talking. Uh, they have all these great flavors, like I said, just completely healthy so you don't feel guilty afterwards. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And we're back to wrap things up on today's show. Uh, yeah, I, I firmly believe, I know as crazy as it, you, you might have been a little bit taken aback. Right? And, and you're saying, well, how, do you really expect this team to go 10-3 and three in the month of November? I firmly do, even without Kucherov. Barring some injury to a key player... I really think that this team is still talented enough. And if you look at the teams that they're playing this month, it, it, a lot of these teams don't have their act together yet. I mean, really, the, the you know, there's a couple of games here and there that could swing either way. That's the Carolina and Florida game. But other than that, New York doesn't scare me. You know, New York is one of those teams that they just barely get in by the skin of their teeth into the playoffs on a yearly basis, and that's when they turn it on. Toronto is not a team that scares me until a team gives me a reason to be wary of them. Why why should the Lightning even though they're going to go in there and play them as if it's, you know, the last last game that they'll ever play. All these teams are for the most part still trying to get their their legs under them. Seattle's the only team that I feel in a way is just kind of still a big question mark. You know, they don't really have, you know, they have a captain. They have a bunch of leaders. You know, Yanni Gord's obviously one of their best players. But they don't have really 
two or three guys that they're going to roll out there on any given night that scare me. That, oh, we got to watch out for this guy. We got to watch out for that guy. You know, you, you look at Washington, you got Ovechkin, Toronto, you got Matthews, Ottawa, you got Kachuk, Carolina, you got Svechnikov, and you got Nisus, you got other guys. Florida, you, you have Barkov and, and name any other players. Other than that, going down the line, Islanders, you know, we, we spoke about this when we were covering them in the playoffs. They never really had one player other than Barzal, who was very inconsistent, that could go out there and score constantly. You know, you have Philly, Konechny, that's that's really all that comes to mind. They're still kind of, you know, trying to figure out their identity for the season. Jersey, they had Jack Hughes and he separated his shoulder. You have no idea when he's going to come off. You have Minnesota with Kaprizov. And then you have St. Louis with, with Tarasenko, who was having an absolute incredible season. But Seattle, who do they have? So... We'll, we'll only know who they really are in terms of what kind of team when, when, and how they measure up to the Tampa Bay Lightning when it, com- when it comes time at the end of the month. But really, if you look at a lot of these games, like I said, I have, I have no doubts that the Lightning could come out well above 500 at the end of the month. Um, and tell us how you think the Lightning are going to do for the month of November, because I really still believe that you know they're going to finish in first place. They'll be in first place once it hits December 1st. Uh, once again, hit us up on social media, LO underscore lightning on Twitter. Tweet to us, tweet to the show. If you have any questions that you want to be answered on the show, we'll happily answer them. Uh, go on go on our Instagram page if you want to go for more f- uh, updates and follow-ups to any all the news surrounding the show and the team. Go to Lockdown underscore lightning on Instagram. Uh, go ahead and give us a follow wherever. Uh, it's iTunes. I think Spotify allows you to give... Um, give follows and reviews so give us a review on both of those as well give us good reviews on there and bad reviews in the show twitter account we all love hearing we love hearing the feedback honestly you know even though maybe sometimes it may be negative at least we know you guys are listening and that you know we always try to change things up uh to please people to the best of our ability here so go ahead love all the reception that we've been getting from all of you so keep it up so that's been it for today's episode of locked on lightning part of the locked on podcast network I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.